What's up? I'm Ayla. Hi, I'm Bethann. And this is Let's Talk BL, a boys love podcast. Welcome back. Series Sunday, where we talk all about one series and one series only for your listening pleasure. And today, brace yourself because we have a bone to pick. I'm so ready. Oh my I'm God. so ready. I am pumped about this series since the first moment I saw it. Uh, I, this is I, one of the few that we watched together, like actually yeah. side by side in a room for the first time, because a lot of the ones that we watched together, like side by side in a room, you have already seen. Right. This is the first one that we watched together side by side in a room that neither of us had seen. So we experienced it for the first time together, which was yeah. like unique for us. Yes, because I was scared because I'm a big scaredy cat and I could not watch this because it's super, super scary because it's so scary. Okay, so we're today, talking. Yes. Tell the people. <laughs> today, we are talking about a horror BL, which is like a very interesting genre of BL. This one in particular is also very well written and it's just like it's got a lot going on. It's, it's really good. It's also a short one and it is called He, She, It. Oh. Uh. It is so good, uh, mostly because gameplay is top-notch. Fantastic. But before we get into the details of the sh- series, which we have a lot to say about this three-episode so series, uh, here are the details. Let's talk through the details. So this is available to watch on YouTube. It's from Warper TV. Huge shout-out, Warper. We love them. Um, there are, like I said, three episodes. Uh, the first episode is he, the second episode is she, and the third episode is it. He, she, it. The episodes are about 16 minutes each. It stars the dynamic duo of Jeff Satter and gameplay. And here's the thing. If you have been listening to the podcast for like a hot minute, and honestly, kind of even if you hadn't, haven't, you know, we love these boys. And we we especially love both of them. Like Jeff Satter as Jeff, like, on his own, amazing. Gameplay as gameplay on his own, amazing. Love They're them both, both Saturdays separately. and Rabbits. Both yes. Of them. For who they are separately. When these two are together, it is just truly a wonder to behold. Yeah. I mean, like, we've told stories about, like, one time I cried and a chili's over Jeff. It happens, okay? Things happen. Yeah. Gameplay is literally the nicest boy ever. Um, I I'm super excited. You you may or may not already know if you've been paying attention on Twitter. We actually have gameplay on the podcast next week. Yes. So uh, if you're listening to He, She, It, you can then next week, go, or not even next week, it's going to be like three days because this is yep. a series Sunday and gameplay's episode is this coming Wednesday. So um, we talked to him about He, She, It. You better oh, yes. believe we talked to him about He, She, It. Because we love he, she, it. So Jeff and gameplay are two starring roles. Jeff Satter plays Mike. Gameplay plays Peem. And the synopsis is a very short and sweet and to the point. It is a tragedy of complicated relationships among teenage friends, dot, dot, dot. Difficult decisions of following the heart or following the rules. Listen. it's not about following the rules it's about crime it's about not breaking the law like we're not talking about following the rules we're talking about just like 
following the social contract we all have with each other to not murder each other. <laughs> like, um, please good turn your, Lord have mercy. Turn your volume down because we're going to get passionate this episode. Oh my God. Okay. So Here, Let's go here's episode the thing. by episode yes. because I feel like because it's so short, but disclaimer, it it's short, but it is not short on content or on depth or on like intrigue and interest honestly i i rewatched this to prepare for this episode and there are so many things there it's just like this is one of those bls that it makes you think it it very much has like a has that psychological like aspect to it that layer to it where like you have to figure out what the meaning of a lot of the stuff is just on your own which is so cool honestly this is so well written um background on this though is that uh, we both watched ingredients first even though oh. this he she it was actually jeff and gameplay's like first thing together right, they were in right. he she it together before ingredients and this is where they were established um but we both watched ingredients first which is to go from ingredients to oh he she it which is why like when i found he she it i was like mm, i can't watch this because it's well, because you don't do scary stuff. Don't do scary stuff. I love all. scary. I love scary movies, yep. scary shows. I'm all about all of it. So I was here for it. No, but yeah, Beth Ann needed a friend, and so I was that friend. <laughs> yeah, to be so there. I made Ayla wait, even though like after ingredients, like I watched like every unbag there was because right. these two together they're so good together, are so good, and the the chemistry is just easy and nice. And yeah, okay. So when we when we were watching this, the first episode, <laughs> it like it's it, it starts with like them in this acting class, right? It opens on the this, acting class with this like other couple, and you're like confused as to what's happening. And I then- was less confused. I kind of got the vibe. So like, I feel like if you watch a lot of horror, when this opens, mm-hmm. you're going to understand the vibe. If you don't watch a lot of horror, it might be kind of confusing for you to like gotcha. see where it's headed. Yeah. But so it does, it opens in the acting class and the setup from the teacher is to have them like act through this scene in this like romantic setup. And Yes, so there's another couple in there, and then there's Jeff in game, and it's like you can tell there's like this spooky vibe. And then we flash to see the background of what goes on yeah. with Mike and Peem. And it's very like from the get, just sort of like psychologically disturbing or like thrilling. Yeah. Because it's spooky. Like, when I tell you this, this truly is spooky. It's not, like, Lovely Writer special episode spooky. This is, like, legitimate, like, yeah, yeah, this is true to the genre. It's really well done. Because they introduce the story of Mike and Peem that they've, like, had a little tiff. They're sitting by a pool uh, you you kind of get a little bit of a story that maybe there's like something going on between them, but that like Mike is in a relationship and like he can't right. really. They, so- they explain that like they 
They got a little have thing. feelings for they right. They have feelings for each other, and you you get. And I'm pretty sure they like hooked up and stuff. Th- like, right. They basically yeah. straight up tell you that like we've hooked up, but yeah. you're still dating this girl and like all this stuff. And yeah, they so they set it up and they're yeah by the pool and it's like very cute. You see them kiss almost immediately, which like this is a departure. When I tell you this is a departure from ingredients, which is very soft <laughs> yeah. and fluffy. Right. This is very like spicy, hot and heavy. One hondo yeah. pee. And I'm not gonna lie to you, I was like low key scandalized like i would 100 just because i wasn't expecting it no totally it wasn't like i knew this was a horror bl but i wasn't expecting like that layer of it mm. because you don't get that in ingredient and so i don't know like my brain yeah. just like i wasn't expecting it and i was like i was ready for the scary stuff i wasn't ready for the spicy stuff <laughs> and when i tell you i was like like clutching my pearls like kind of scandalized because especially because ingredients uh gameplay's character is like a little bit softer and like kinder whereas in he she it team is like intense like he's the one that's like going for it yes and so they're by the pool and they talk about how they've hooked up and Peem basically gets like pushed in the pool and Peem cannot swim and Mike saves him and then they like kiss and it's but and but when I tell you this is not just a kiss like people like (laughs) Okay, I frequently ask, we're in a Discord server, and if I'm watching something new, I will always ask the server first. I'm like, hey, guys, can I watch this at the gym? Because I like to watch dramas while I'm at the gym, while I'm working out, because it, like, distracts me. And I don't realize, like, how long I've been running on the treadmill. Um, And so, like... I will always ask the server, which by the way, love our server. It's called Celestial Gear Garden. If you're looking for a community to talk to, we highly recommend it. Um, But so I'm always like, can I watch this at the gym? I didn't. Luckily, (laughs) I was with Beth Ann, so that wasn't a question that came up. This is not a BL to watch at the gym, people. When I'm because like this kiss, like I understand I'm probably spending too much time talking about this kiss (laughs) because normally that's not the focus of like our show, right? Like totally. But it's just so it was so unexpected for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like it's burned into my brain. But also it speaks to the uh passion and depth of this show because each scene they give it 110%. Not that they're overacting it. It's that they like they have to communicate so much in so little time. Right, because the episodes are short and there's only 3 yeah. of them. They're one-parters and you really get depth of emotion and you you understand their background together and their like emotional yeah. bond even though you haven't seen the whole story yet, which I think is so unique. And it it definitely goes to show how well Jeff plays Mike and gameplay plays Peem. Yeah. Be- like, that is definitely their talent, but it is also talent on the part of the screenwriter for this one to be able to write that depth in without being able to actually show it, to actually right, right. build it in front of you. I mean, yeah. it's truly amazing, but it is spooky. And it has this, like, dark... Every episode is dark right there's never really anything which is purposeful if you go and rewatch it you can tell it's purposeful which y'all know we love the art with the filmmaking like we (laughs) we cry over it in game boys we cry over it in it's a and i promise you the moon yeah and truly with the way that he she it is filmed the episodes are always filmed like at night in the dark Mm -hmm. right like in a dark classroom in a right like it's always dark and that is purposeful because the only time that there is light and bright is after 
I mean, I'm just going to say it, right? This is Serious Sunday. We do spoilers. Is after Peem has been murdered by Mike, which, oh, my freaking God. So, So episode one ends with this kit, this like passionate kiss. But then like, this is the like scary part is that it cuts to them going. So the first episode, they kind of go in and out of like, acting like the acting, the acting class in the background and like right? the actual like visual of the acting scene so then it goes yeah. back to the acting classroom and that's when everything changes and it becomes intense uh peem disappears and mike has a come apart and it is intense. I and mean, he screams, future, right? Yeah. He like has like fully screams like having a like He's in a panic, right? Yeah. Like cold sweat, dead panic. Which is wild. And it, I mean, to see Jeff play this, yeah. especially if you're coming at it after ingredients, is just mind blowing. Yeah. And if even if you're considering like Je- now that we've got new stuff from Jeff and gameplay, right? Like now that we've got Love Area, which is available on Gaga Ulala, and we have Bite Me, which is available on Vicky, yeah. you can see them both separately. E- even with these new roles, the these characters are very unique for them, and they do such a good job with them. Yeah, they're solid. But so, right, he's screaming, and you can't figure out why. You don't know why. He's just, like, no. screaming bloody murder in this classroom, and everything goes dark, and it's, like, it's scary, y'all. I it's fully watching, scary. Like, with my hands on my face, like, open uh fingers was like i can't i can't yeah and so then we move into the second episode which is where you get a lot more uh detail on right because they've set up that mike and peem are hooking up with each other but that mike is in some other relationship we don't know what the nature of that relationship right we just know he's in a relationship so episode two is she so episode one is he where we get to see really it's focused on mike and peem so that yeah the he's um And then the she is where we're introduced to the fact that Mike has a girlfriend and Mike is also hooking up with Peem. And uh, yeah. And there's like. The girl in this is very like, just like there's, there's nothing really to her as far as you don't have to hate her. You don't have to like her. She's just there as this like conflict between Mike and Peem. Well, and she very much like, it's not her fault and she's not trying to make them do one thing or another. Right. She, this is very much on Mike, right? Like Mike is in this situation and it's this interesting evolution because usually in stories like this, the girl or whatever the conflict is, even if it's not the girl, if it's another boy, if it's like whatever the conflict is, is the, like the bad guy or like the villain in the story. In this, once you get to she, so once you get to episode two, you very much see Mike is the villain of this story. Which is wild. Right. This is where (laughs) you realize Mike is the villain of this story. And you realize it even before the murder. And so just with the way he's handling himself, like he's not a good dude. But throughout all of this, throughout the way that he treats Peem, Peem still loves him, right? And so like this love that Peem has for Mike is very interesting because even Peem kind of acknowledges that Mike is a bad dude. Right. But he accepts him and he's like, listen, I know you're a bad dude, but I love you. Like, you know, what am I going to do about it? Yeah. Yeah. 
And so, God, it's, I mean, it's wild. There's another hookup scene in this episode that. Yeah. Intense. Uh, I mean, just, if you're me not just, expecting it. Let me just say, if Jeff Satter was singing to me, <laughs> I feel like this would be the reaction I'd have. Because, like. Y'all, when I tell you. It's Jeff Satter singing to him, like, personal serenade multiple times. And. I like I don't know how he holds it together. So here's another just sort of like interesting thing that I didn't realize as somebody who watched Ingredients first and then he she it later. Yeah. Um the song in Ingredients, like the mm-hmm. main main song into the whole like literally yeah. the song that the, the show song. Ingredients is yeah. built around uh starts in he she it. It's actually a part of he she it which gives it this whole other like spooky yeah. layer that I just never thought cuz I love that song so much that song is my so hot good. jam. Yeah. But so Mike is treating everyone in his life like shit. Honestly, like he's yeah. treating them all he's very poorly. His girlfriend, all of his friends, he's like mean to his friends, he's mean to Peem. He's like not a good dude. Yeah. I But they have and, and so the friend, this is, so we got to talk about the murder. You have to talk about the murder. And I know I get heated, but I think Bethan, you were more heated than I was about this murder. Um, obviously, because <laughs> I feel so deeply about Jeff. Like I am a huge Jeff Satter fan, uh, just because his uh, talent is immense. And so for him to portray a character that is so like, uh, evil, to its core is like really hard to process. So yeah. So they have another hookup. His friend is like in the next bedroom and they're like, yo, he's going to hear us, um, <laughs> which he does. And apparently he films, which is like even creepier. And then he shows. He has, he has big Tita Su- Susan vibes <laughs> yeah. uh, from Game Boys, from the movie. Game- <laughs> uh, so then he confronts, Mike's girlfriend and is like, hey, what do because you think he about loves Mike her. and Peem? Right. Because the friend loves Mike's girlfriend. Not cool, bro. Not cool. And so she kind of just like puts it off. She like doesn't really accept it at first until she, like, I think she's more like she's like processing it. Right. And so it's so wild because she very much is like, I don't know if I'm going to believe this is more her vibe. Right. And then again, she's not, video. she's not the villain, right? Mike is the villain and it's set right. up that he's the villain. And so she finds, and she says something to him. Right. And she is like, well, I, you know, blah, 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 right. Like this gets out all this stuff. And he confronts and Mike confronts the friend and the friend's like, I don't know. It wasn't me. And essentially pins it all on Peem. And this is when you guys, the most unexpected turn of events. I was honestly for a show that is only three episodes long and the episodes are 16 minutes a piece. When I tell you it had me at the edge of my seat, somebody who watches horror a lot. I mean, mind boggling. So rewind. uh, The friend has confronted the girlfriend right before their anniversary. Mike then takes this girl on an anniversary date, which again, in the show, they've set up Mike and Peen. Like the whole time you're like, oh, maybe there's hope. Maybe they're going to get together. And then Mike and this girl go on a date and then at the end, she breaks up with him, right? Because he's so. kind of like two-timing both yeah. of them because right. he fully does tell Peem, like, I want to be with you and it's just not the right time well, for me to like, break up I don't with want her. You, here's, and like, Here's why Mike is 
a really bad dude is he yeah. never says like I want to be with you or I love you. He says I don't want you to disappear. I don't want to lose you. Right. He's never he never talks about his own feelings. He's like I he just wants just to have all the want, things. Yeah, I just don't want to lose you. And so yeah, so then the girlfriend breaks up with him. She right, then he shows- takes her. He lives his like best life at this winter carnival, which yeah. normally this is why the scene flabbergasts me because like yeah. normally under literally any other circumstance, yeah. would I want to see Jeff Satter just like frolicking at a Christmas carnival? absolutely that is exactly the kind of content that like i live for for jeff satter in this case because it's mike i'm disgusted the whole time and again this just goes to show how well this show is made and how sort of twisted it is and creepy it is because it takes something that's like happy and cute and right something that normally as a viewer you would watch and be like you know, get all verklempt and yeah. be in your feels about it takes it and it makes it gross. Like yeah. you're watching him frolic at this winter carnival. Again, they're like, act like nothing is wrong. And it's disgusting to watch truly. Yeah. Like I was disgusted the whole time watching Mike behaving that way. Again, it just, this show is so well-made and well-written that it takes something. And this is true horror. Like this is that it is a very, very well-made horror series because it takes something that should be happy and fun and light and something that there's love and joy behind. And it twists it into something dark and gross. Yeah. Amazing. So then this this episode ends with the scene Oh, yeah. Okay, wait. I want to talk about the breakup real quick. Because what's funny to me about the breakup is that she, like, shows him the video. So she shows Mike the video on her phone of, like, them hooking up, right? Like, And she's like, I know you've been kissing boys. I Um, know the clip that they show of them hooking up is wild because the, like, amount of clips that he's potentially accumulated is, like... Um, I think, but, I, I don't know who you're jealous of. Seems gay. I don't know. You don't know who to pick. You want either Mike or the girl. We're yeah. Are really you sure. like, are you sure it's the girl that you're into and not we're like, not mm, sure. uh, cause you seem to be very interested in yeah. that hand slide, my friend. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, spicy. spicy. what's wild to me about the breakup and It's the only time that I laughed during the series because it truly was scary. She shows him the phone and she's like, I know you've been kissing boys and shows him the clip. Yeah. And then like he's in this room and she just like turns off the lights and leaves him in there. But he still has her phone. Like he never gives her phone back to her. And like, presumably she never takes like, no, no, no. They're standing in the dark the whole time. They're standing in this dark room. And then he, he runs out with her phone to go confront Peem. And she's just standing in the dark and then like slowly, like just slides down. Yeah. And then Mike goes to talk to Peem. Mike goes to confront Peem because again, the friend has pinned it all on Peem, right? right? And, and honestly, this again just goes to show what a villain and just like a bad guy Mike is that this yeah. person that he not like very clearly has his own feelings for, right? Like this is not just a physical thing. Like there are times when he says things and looks at Peem, you know, that like you can tell there's like something going on emotionally for him with Peem, right? Yeah. And 
he, it sucks that he assumes the worst about Peem, right? Like he doesn't even stop to think. Yeah. Yeah, He's the worst, honestly. Like he is a true villain. And so he runs out, (laughs) goes to confront Peem and he's like, and when I, my heart is like, I'm scared and my heart is breaking. So this is where you get some of that like BL angst that, you know, you're used to as a BL fan. Right, right, right. Because your heart just breaks for Peem. Because Peem is crying. And when I tell you, it is a new kind of emotional torture to have to watch gameplay cry. 100%. (sighs) Gameplay is truly on his, like, A-game in the show. Because the range of emotion uh, and what we're going to talk about in a minute with this transformation of character is just, like, truly a, a, like, beautiful sight to behold. So it's we're, so we're he, Mike's confronting Peem. <laughs> we're do here. It, we're, do it. Talk we're. about it. Say it. Say the thing. Y'all. Y'all. Mike pushes Peem into the pool. Well, I guess technically like Peem falls into the pool and Mike just lets him drown. And... He watches him die. Okay, no. You are missing the hot point on this. It's not that he just doesn't save him, right? It's not that he just does not save Peem. It's the fact that it's been set up that he knows that Peem can't swim, right? So he gets Peem by the edge of the pool. And whether you... And this is, again, where the psychological part comes in. Because for me, I even after rewatching it, I was like, he pushed him. But you took away that he fell. So, I mean, this is like a very... If you're if you're listening to this episode, tell us what you think, what you took away from yeah. it. Maybe just because I hate Mike so much, I was like, he pushed him. I know he did. Um, yeah, I think but, he fell because the choice was that he wasn't going to save him. That was like... So he not only does he just not save him, right? It Which is a passive thing, right? So like he... Pa- like it would be passive for him right. to just be like, I just am not going to jump in and save you. He watches him die like mike literally stands there and watches peem drown to death when that when that episode ended i think we looked at each other like (laughs) did we were like did that just happen like like, because after the first episode you're like we don't know like is this reality is it just like is it a dream sequence right because again remember the setup is they're acting a scene in an acting class and you flash in and out of yeah. Like visualizing the scene. Right, right, right. So yeah, that's how the second episode ends. So then we go Murder. Murder. <laughs> Upon rewatch, I had forgotten that this is how the third episode begins. <laughs> but the third episode begins in our in my notes in all caps. Mike goes bowling after he murders Beam. He's just bowling with his friends. And Hi. his friends, his friends are like, Come on, come on, Mike. Let's cheer up. Peem's in a better place. And I'm like, hold the phone. Hold the phone. Uh, Peem better be in a better place. But also, Mike is the one that put him in that better place. This is why I'm just like, he he has literally murdered Peem for no other crime than hooking up with him. Like, Peem... Then honestly can't reconcile his own sexuality right it's all about like mike literally murders someone over this i just and the fact that he never like gets the kind of punishment he never gets this like 
physical punishment, right? Like he doesn't go to jail. Right. There was, you know what I mean? Like he does like his friends are still friends with him. Like, no, you know what I mean? Like he doesn't get the thing that you would expect yeah. in terms of punishment. He gets a very different kind of punishment. Yeah. 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 Which is the, the entrance of <laughs> yeah. our favorite character in any BL of all time ever. Yeah. Ghost game. Ghost game. Ghost game. Ghost game is a daily talk about thing in our lives. Okay, so fun story. We we watched this together because you couldn't watch it without a buddy. And in a very just like serendipitous turn of events, there's a thunderstorm when we watched this. We watched it at night. So we're in a dark room. (laughs) It's there's thunderstorm outside. And so we went to sleep that night. And we're laying there and all of us, and it's like thundering and lightning outside and something in the room like dropped, like fell. Fell, And we both just go, ghost game game. here. (laughs) And now both of us, anytime there's anything happens in our house, we'll be like, ghost game. It's him. So ghost game shows up. So this is where episode three is. That's where the it comes from. The it is Ghost Peem. Um, And when I tell you... Haunting. uh, Haunting. (laughs) And not in the way that I say, Saint and why are you is haunting. Like, completely different (laughs) kind of haunting. Yes. And you should definitely look forward to the interview that we do with Gameplay as to why he plays Ghost Game so I I want to talk about, like, all of of Gameplay's sort of, like, the revelations that he makes to us about this show. But I'm I'm not going to spoil my own podcast (laughs) on my own podcast. Just tune back in is all I can tell you. Because Gameplay gives so much insight. It's amazing. Bless you, Gameplay. We love you. You were the most fun. Yeah. Um, But... So he, so Peem begins to haunt Mike. And this is where Mike gets sort of like the punishment. He goes after the friend first. So he, well, he, right. He's haunting sort of everybody that has been involved. Yeah. yeah. Because he truly, at the end of the day, whether you think he deserves it or not, he, Peem does love Mike. Peem loves Mike. Again, this is where they set it up in, in the she episode that he's like, I understand you're a bad dude, but I love you. Yeah. Yeah. And this is like true. And so this is this like, so a thing about BL and if you watched our interview or listened to our interview with Evan Luo, um, Evan talks about this a little bit. And, and this is something that's true of BL is that like part of part of the way that BL is written and something that is included in BL is to sort of show like a pure love, like an unconditional love. Yeah. But, but Typically, in a non-horror BL, it is, like, a fluffy, soft, sweet, like, he's a changed man at the end of the day kind of love. Like, it never really shows the other side of unconditional love, which is unconditionally loving the person that murders you, right? Like, a (laughs) bad guy. And so this is so, like, it it has all the BL tropes, but turned upside down and make it spooky. Terrifying. Ghost game uh, truly comes for you. So he goes after the friends. Three. It's very scary yeah. because you you see Peem haunting everyone separately and individually. Yeah. And there are times in, so you do see a, a look into like their university. So that's how all these people know each other. They go to their right. friend's university. Yeah, yeah. 
And he's like haunting them in university and haunting them in these very typical like horror movie sets. So like he haunts them on the stage and things like that. Right. Like in the dark theater and things like that. And I mean, ghost peem is scary y'all like scary. scary. Well, and you see such a contrast again of his feelings for Mike and his like, who his displaced feeling towards the friend where it's like right. the vengeance, right? Cause he is, because Peem yeah. is a vengeful spirit. Right. At, at least towards everybody except for Mike, because the, the scene where they're, where Mike is sitting on the bed playing his guitar, which this show has tainted <laughs> Jeff Satter sitting and playing guitar. Not, not if that's not true. Cause I could watch him sit and play guitar forever. Um, but there's a sweet moment where Mike is sitting on the bed playing his guitar and Peem is sitting next to him and he like lays on his shoulder. Ghost Peem. Yes. Ghost Peem. And in that moment, you're like, bro, this boy murdered you. Like, how but it's are that unconditional not- love. Yeah, it is. It's that he and you get block. to see Ghost Peem. And this is why we say, like, truly, this is a vehicle for gameplay to show his talent because yeah. you see his sort of like evolution of acceptance almost that, like, because he's a vengeful spirit and you watch him sort of like, slowly like he gets his vengeance but it's not the vengeance he wants and so you you watch p ghost peem peem as a ghost have like this emotional journey in a you know in like because he he's dead he has to accept that he's dead and he he is scary and the way that he haunts is like he is getting vengeance but with mike and then you also see sort of like Mike get somewhat of a punishment because Mike has to come to terms with the fact that he murdered this person. Yeah. And and it it hurts him. That, and he and it's not necessarily that he feels bad that he murdered Peem. It's more that he feels like yeah, you don't guilty really know. or like yeah. disgusted with himself. Like he's going through it over it. And it and I mean it's like he is psychologically tortured essentially yeah. by his own actions for the rest of the episode. And like, yeah. that is his punishment, which is like a very well written, like it is, yeah, this is a show that you should watch. Like you should not only watch, but rewatch because it, every single time I have watched it, it makes me think about it. And so, yeah. I mean, it's absolutely crazy. The fact that like, this is a 30 minute series Sunday, probably, you know, we're going to go over that, I'm sure, for a three-episode, 16-minute-a-piece show. Yeah. Right? Like, not even an hour long. Not even an hour worth of show. So then the way this show ends... Okay, so this song that they play at the end of the show, I, even before I had seen the show, the way that Jeff sings it... I had a hard time listening to it because oh, again, no, see, like I had the opposite reaction. I, I loved this song. I thought it was very cool. Yeah, I can't do scary things. So like I had a really hard time listening to this song because it gives you the chills. Because outside right. of the series, like you have no idea really what the premise of this song is. And so like that final scene of, of them in that theater and Mike is sitting on the stage and ghost game 
ghost peem is sitting in the audience like you know being and it's and it's an empty theater so it's it's mike alone on the stage and then peem ghost peem in the middle of like empty seats which is like like visually very compelling again this is shot very very well yeah yeah so and then it's mike kind of coming to this realization that like he's like (laughs) he is a crazy character because he's like our our isn't isn't our love kind of like a comedy and you're just like what you're like bro you're insane like you are clinically insane yeah 100 percent. and he was just like beaming at him in like adoration well he's crying right peem is crying because and this is what's so just like again heartbreaking is that even in the afterlife peem feels bad that Mike feels bad about murdering him, right? Like, which, so Peem is going to be tortured for the rest of time. Like, and it just, ah, ah. This show gives you lots of feelings. I highly recommend listening to the music because it's incredible. I mean, anytime Jeff sings, it's going to be incredible, but like the emotion and depth to, the name of the song is Comedy, Comedy, is that last performance, it haunts me. Like, I, most of the time I skip this song on our playlist because, like, I can't, I can't handle it. Like, it's just too, like, it's just too much. Honestly, the foresight of Warper to even produce this yeah. is amazing. Like, that's innovative. Like, this is an yeah. innovative BL because a lot of times, and I think they're, so, like, the spooky or, like, horror BLs, usually just like don't hit like they're not scary or it's like the go- because the ghost bills are having like a big moment right now right, right. so there's like pitch of time he's coming yeah. to me start kind of started it all right. um there are a, a couple other new ghost bills coming out there there's one coming out that looks like it's actually going to be spooky which i'm looking forward to oh yeah 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 but really this was the uh, like original like real ghost bl that is like actually spooky it makes you think there's substance here there's spice here there are all of the tropes that you know in bls but just like twisted and and then this is where again you this is one of those and this is why you know it's a good horror piece because the best horror movies are the ones where at the end you theorize about like, okay, well, what really happened? Was I watching a scene? Was I watching an acting scene? Was this uh, like, was this fake? Was this just something they were putting on for acting class? Like the hard part for me is I wanted to rewatch it, but I was so terrified that like, I didn't want to rewatch it because like that first episode, you're like, what? I don't understand what any of that meant. There are so many theories and I want to yeah. hear every single person what your theory is because what I have gleaned and not not enough people talk about he, she, it, first of all, yeah. but everybody kind of has a different theory about like what the reality is. And I'm sure that the writer maybe has said somewhere before, I hope, if you know, tell us because it, yeah. it's killing me. But One of the theory, and this is like my theory combined with a couple that I read just like when I was, you know, going through Twitter and all of the places where the theories live, is that, again, I'm adding my own thoughts to this. (laughs) 
is that the acting class is actually Mike in the afterlife and like Mike having to relive the whole like train of events, the whole series of events is like his after, like essentially he went to hell yeah. and that acting class is hell. And because mm-hmm. in the end, right, we snap back to the acting class and he's alone in the acting class. Right. right. Like, and that, so that's like my theory is like, he is going to have to relive this over and over mm-hmm. and over again on loop because you watch him. Like he doesn't know that he, in the beginning, right. He starts and it's just an yeah. acting exercise. And then you, again, remember we snapped to him just like screaming bloody murder. Yeah. And so like my theory is that that screaming bloody murder is him having relived this whole series of events and re and like seeing ghost team. Yeah. And like, this is his, fun. that's my theory. I don't know. Like I could be just in, you know, but oh, God, it's so good. It seems solid. Yeah, uh, ghost game will forever live on in our hearts. Ghost game. Yeah, uh, definitely. I, I think we're going to wrap this up because there's not much more to say than you really just have to watch it for yourself, yeah. honestly. He, she, it is one of those BLs that sticks with you, yep. truly. And uh, yeah, definitely come back on Wednesday, uh, three days from now, yeah. to listen to our interview with gameplay. Uh, you can also watch it. It'll be available of course on all of our platforms, Spotify, Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, breaker radio, but all, you know, all those, all wherever you get your podcast from, yes. as well as YouTube, you can see gameplays, sweet little face, uh, which is truly a joy. Um, <laughs> the interview is again, I don't want to spoil my own podcast on my <laughs> podcast, but like He's y'all great. it's good. And we talk a lot about he, she, it, because obviously we have feelings about he, she, it, and gameplay was gracious enough to chat about he, she, it with us yes. and the details this man gives us. So good. Yeah. He tells us some good stuff. Okay. Make sure you like subscribe, rate and review wherever you're getting this podcast. We love hearing from you guys. So make sure you're commenting. Tell us all your theories. Tell Email us all your us, stories. Reply us. Yeah. Tell us, Jump please. in our DMs. We please. will DM you back. <laughs> yes, we love it. Truly. Thanks again for joining us on this series Sunday. We'll see you next time. This is Let's Talk BL.